Hello, Mama. Welcome to another New Year's episode, my favorite, and welcome to a new year. I think this episode, yeah, will be airing New Year's Day. So congratulations, you made it to 2024. So exciting. I know I'm excited. I hope you're feeling excited too. And uh, another reason I'm excited today is I'm just going to share with you just my personal reflections from 2023 and just a little bit of vision for 2024. And I know for me, the podcasters that I listen to regularly, I love hearing about their personal lives. I love uh, learning from them. I love just getting to hear kind of some of the details of their lives. I love getting inspired by their goals and their dreams and their reflections. So for whoever wants to to know more about my life, I just wanted to share it. And I, I do it every year. And um, I hope that it will just help you to kind of take a fresh eye to your life so that you can just be ready to, to tackle 2024 and go through this process of reflection and dreaming as well. So um, yeah, let's do this. Welcome to the Morning Mama Podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, mama. So stoked to dive into some of the reflecting I've do- I've been doing this year. Um, and it was such a blessing. Oh man, it's, you know, perfect timing after our marriage series. I had a moment um, with my husband recently where I was just telling him just how things have just been hard with the kids lately. Um, Not specifically anything in particular, but just, you know, feeling kind of bogged down in it a little bit and just feeling like I needed a little bit more support or time away. Um, You know, he works long hours. He's out of town frequently. Um, during most weeks, it's me, you know, from drop off to pick up to afternoons and he'll come home and help with dinner. And that's such a blessing. But, you know, most of the day, like, you know, up until like an hour before bedtime is all me. And, um, again, there's exceptions to that, but most of the time that's true. And then when he's out of town, bedtime and dinner on me as well, of course. Um, and so anyways, it's, it just can be a lot, three kids, you know, five, three, and one, and everyone has their own version of hard. So maybe your hard sounds harder than mine. Maybe your hard doesn't sound as hard, but it doesn't matter hard versus harder. It's, it's all hard, right? We all have our own hard. And so don't, there doesn't need to be comparison in either direction for that matter. But all that to say, uh, it, it just can be challenging. And you know this because whether you have more kids or less kids, you know, <laughs> you know, it's hard. And so I was just sharing openly as I encouraged you guys to do with your husbands. And he was like, okay, we need to do something about this. You are going to, you know, he's been working. So actually recently he's been um, working from home on Fridays or even taking the day off, which is brand new. It started a couple months ago, I think. And that was like, wait, what, what is happening? 
<laughs> so I guess I can't say that all week long. It's that way. Uh, Fridays recently have been, um, he'll take some of the kids to Disneyland or, um, at least work from home. And so anyways, that's been a blessing, but all that to say, he said, okay, from now on, um, you know, we haven't figured out exactly the frequency, but you know, some Fridays he wants me to just go off by myself and he's going to have the kids. And I could not believe my ears when I was hearing this. Um, it just was like, wait, what this, this is reality. And so I got to all that to say, long story short, long story long, I got to go and have a day by myself. And I went to a coffee shop and I reflected on the last year and like spent hours. It took a long time. Actually, I spent hours doing that and it was perfect. It was raining outside and it was so cozy and hustling and bustling because it was right before Christmas and it was just perfect. Um, so I got to enjoy that. And then I went to the beach, which in the perfect time because the sun came out and in perfect Southern California-ness, <laughs> it was like perfectly warm, um, at the beach. And I, you know, had a burrito and a beer and walked on the beach and dreamed about some, um, hopes and goals for the next year. So that was my day. It was like a good solid half a day that I got to spend doing this and I still have more to do. I haven't quite finished, um, my goals. I need, I have some ideas that I'm going to share with you today, but I need to figure out, um, what direction I'm going to go with those this year. So I'll share more about that soon, but all that to say, like I did in the last episode, I encourage you to figure out some form of this. Now, I know I don't want, like, you don't compare your process to mine. This is the first year I've ever gotten to, like, spend that much time doing this. Most, any other year, it's been done in the margins during nap time or after the kids go to bed, um, you know, over a series of nights or days. So it doesn't have to look like mine looked like, you know, again, that was, you know, try communicating though. Say, Hey, I tell them how you're feeling and see how they might want to help you when you're honest and open with them. That's what that whole marriage series was about in a lot of ways. So it was perfect. Uh, taking my own advice. Um, anyways, yeah, I encourage you to figure out some form of this. So Um, yeah, let me just share with you some of my reflections. I'm going to go through kind of the process that I walked you through in the last episode about what I usually do. And remember processing the last year, um, helps us know where we've grown. It helps us, um, figure out what we've learned. It helps us reflect on what we've overcome. And then we use all of that to help us figure out what areas need more focus and more growth. So, um, this beginning part of the process as we reflect is super essential. So first of all, we, the question we begin with is where were you at the new year when you began paint a picture? And so if you didn't listen to the, the last episode, you can do this with me, pause and do your own journaling. And, um, yeah, you can just pause at each question. So for me, where I begin is I shared a little bit this about this in the last episode, but I, uh, had a newborn. My son, Toby was, about a month and a half old. So we were very much still in the thick of it. And it's crazy to think about that because it feels so far away and and yet also not, but like we were still trying to establish breastfeeding. Like for a a lot of my babies, it takes a while because they're got all kinds of ties and it's just a nightmare. It takes a while, really, really intense while where I'm like having to pump in between feedings and bottle feed in between feedings because they're just not getting enough and it takes months to establish that. So all I have to say, like we were in the craziness of that still, obviously still struggling with sleep. Um, and that was kind of on and off throughout the entire year. 
uh, when I started the new year, my other kids were newly four and newly two. So it's crazy to think I had just had a one-year-old, you know, um, I just feel like she's been two forever, (laughs) but she was, she just turned one a year ago. Obviously math tells us that's true, but you know, when you think about things, you're like, wait, what? So that was pretty crazy. Um, and then we also were in a new house. We had, uh, last January, we had been in our new house for about two and a half months and we, I had worked really hard to try and get things like pretty established before uh, the baby came and then, you know, continue to build on that. But um, there was still obviously a lot to do. There's still, a, you know, more that I want to do. But, you know, to remember like, okay, we were in a new house. We're trying to figure out new systems in the new house. We're trying to fit, still figure out like, what do we need to like, where do we need a, a bin or where do we need a picture on the wall or where do we need a rug or, you know, whatever that is. Um, and even like, as an example, my laundry system is still progressing. My husband made fun of me the other day because I went through and told everyone, okay, guys, this is where the dirty laundry goes now. And he was like, yeah, it's the third place. And he was being doing it in a lighthearted way. And I was like, yeah, because the other ones did not work. We, I had a, a, before I had a basket on the stairs and that was not working. And then before that, uh, or after that, I had a basket in the laundry room and it's a very tight little closet laundry room. And so that wasn't working. And so then I figured out another system of a a laundry basket in the hallway, which is there's, it seems like it's working really well. (laughs) So all I have to say, like, you know, in a new house, you got to have new systems. And for us, you know, obviously got to have, uh, laundry baskets in each room. This is such a side note, but for whoever it blesses. Um, but for us, we do a lot of changing upstairs, whether it's socks that come off or whether like the kids like to get dressed upstairs or I'm still getting most of the kids dressed. So we usually do it upstairs. Our main floor is upstairs for context. (laughs) So all that to say, all the bedrooms are downstairs. Um, all that to say, we needed a laundry basket upstairs because otherwise we're just constantly like throwing things down the stairs and it just created more of a mess. So anyways, it's helping me remember, okay, these are all the things we've had to work through this year is getting so many different things established in a new house with a new baby, right? Figuring out three kids. What does that look like? How do, how do they relate to each other? Um, one of, you know, my two-year-old, uh, that just turned three just now, a month ago, um, she, you know, kind of came into her own this year, meaning like before she didn't, you know, really, interact with her brother as a peer so much as like a little toddler following him around and you know they couldn't argue (laughs) that has changed (laughs) so we were dealing with that like there's just so many layers of parenting and house and everything that have changed this year and I I really was blessed by thinking through this because you know, I just kind of felt some discouragement at the end of the year as I began to reflect before I made my list of wins, as I shared in the last episode. But I was like, oh, I just wanted to make more progress in these areas. And but when I thought about, oh my gosh, this is where I started in the in the beginning of the year, I thought, wow, okay, we did good. We did great. So I feel good about that. Okay, so that was beginning of the year, the next question. So if you're doing this with me, just pause and write this down. What did you do? Well, list all the things you have overcome or accomplished this year. Um, make a list of wins, however you want to phrase it. 
um, make a list of everything that went well, everything you did well. Um, and I won't go too deep into it. I shared in the last episode, but you can do this by looking through your calendar, looking through photos, looking at your old goals, um, just reflecting on all of those places to figure out all the things that you did awesome. So for me, some of the things that stood out and it was really fun making a master list of wins because it was really long because I kept track every month. And so I remembered a lot of little things that I wouldn't have remembered otherwise. And it was such a blessing to look at all of those. And so I was like, oh my gosh, things went really well this year. So I know I gave a spoiler spoiler alert to some of these in the last episode, but um, I, um, yeah, first of all, 12 books in 12 months. Dun, 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 dun. I was trying to do a drum roll. It didn't work. I know I have been, if you've been following along, I know some of you have, I've been trying to aim at 12 books in 12 months for a while, have not hit it. This year was the year I just finished my 12th book, uh, this week. I'm almost about to finish a 13th, uh, cause I'm honestly through halfway through like four or five different books. Actually more if you count audible. Um, so probably another dozen I'm halfway through. <laughs> I do make it a goal to finish every book that I start reading as long as it's, you know, some books it's like, okay, this isn't for me, but I do try and finish it all. But sometimes, you know, depending on like what I'm feeling, like which topic I feel called to, you know, um, if I'm going for a hike and I want some encouragement in a certain area, I have a variety of audible books I listen to. Um, you know, same goes with the books by my bed. So I, I, I made it through fully 12 books and then I have another six to 12 that I'm halfway through. So really I overaccomplished my goal, but, um, I feel really great about that. One of the things that helped me with that is one, um, I did count audible at first. I was going to try and not count audible, but you know, I needed it for my number <laughs> and it does count. Like I'm still intaking all of it. Um, so audible helps. And then, um, also part of my bedtime routine now is to read before I go to bed. And so even if that's a few pages or a chapter, it just creates a daily momentum where I'm making progress every day and it helps it become that habit. It's that thing I look forward to. And some nights I go to bed early so I can read more. And some nights it's just a little bit to help my brain just settle down and it helps me sleep better. And it helps not only does it help me sleep better, but I'm getting to learn and grow. And like, I love nonfiction. Fiction is great for your brain too, by the way, but I personally love nonfiction. So all that to say, I'm excited about that. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> um, I, some of my, another win was just business progress. So this is another one that I felt like, Oh, I didn't go as far as I wanted to. But when I reflected, I was like, wait a minute, I made a lot of headway. I uh, completely relaunched the Academy. I redid the format. I redid all of the worksheets, which was a major headache. I redid the format by which you like the, the order that people go through it in and, um, changed how it looks in the computer. There's probably more of that to come because more exciting changes are around the corner in the near future for morning mama. Uh, more on that soon. But you know, that was a huge undertaking. Um, and I finish a course that will be launching in the new year. I can't wait for that. Um, I worked towards uh, rebranding and a new website that's being built as well that will be coming in the new year as well. Uh, hopefully I'll have a date for you soon. So I'm excited about that. Um, I, the Academy grew, I got, um, some momentum with women hopping in and that was just encouraging and exciting. And I've just been truly loving, uh, the new format where I get to spend a whole year with you because I, I get, 
it just feels like the right pace. Like you get a chance to do the work, get a chance to grow, get a chance to reflect. And it's just so fun to have that space to grow uh, alongside you. So that's truly been a blessing. I look forward to the Academy calls every week when I have them. Um, and then I also had Tegan, uh, come on. If you've seen some of her posts in the Facebook group, she has come on to help. She's a former Academy graduate. She's come on here a couple times, I think to, um, share about her experience. And, uh, she's been helping with behind the scenes stuff. And just that has been one of the biggest blessings. So that is incredible. And then Lauren also, I got to welcome her back. She, she did the first part of the year and then I took over for a bit, um, just with business finances and then she's back again. So, oh, that's, uh, truly, I'm so stoked to grow the team. That is one of the best parts of all of this. Okay. So that's the business. Felt really excited about that. Um, grew and download podcast numbers too, which, um, I just love because it means that more women are seeking healing and diving deeper with God. And, uh, some of the reviews that came back this year too, were just that people, some people, um, found God for the first time through the podcast Some people re, um, began following God again after decades of being away. Uh, some people joined churches, some people, um, have just done some deep work on healing and have really found some momentum and, um, hope again. So that is so encouraging. And I just thank all of you for those of you that have uh, left reviews. Thank you so much. It encourages me so much and shameless plug. If you haven't left a review, let that be your Christmas new year's gift to me. (laughs) It's such a blessing, truly, when you do. Uh, My heart feels encouraged, and it actually also helps other women find this podcast. So if you haven't yet, pause, go leave a starred and written review in Apple Podcasts, and uh, that would just bless me so much. Thank you, and help other women just to find some hope and freedom, too. I appreciate that. Thank you in advance. And then, okay, some more wins. Um, A lot of in-person speaking events. So this was something completely unexpected, but God really uh, began calling me in this direction this year. So I started emceeing at my church more. Um, Emceeing, you know, is kind of hosting on stage, but also I get to steward um, Holy Spirit moments where, you know, as I land worship, if God has been speaking something to me, I get to kind of share that and uh, pray for people and just help people kind of, take a moment to, to hear from God. And so that was such a blessing. And then that turned into, um, I think I also did a mops, a mops speaking last year, um, which feels so far away, but, um, and then I also, what happened next? Um, I think there was something else, but then I also got to do a sermon at my church, which Holy smokes, never saw that coming. That was incredible. And then I also got to bring the sermon uh, for the dream planning workshop that we did at Reve Church, uh, partnered with Horatio Printing, which, wow, that was absolutely incredible. Uh, So God just continues to blow me away. I already have um, two or three speaking events booked for the next year. So it's just nothing I would have ever chosen for myself, but um, I am really excited for the future of that. So if you need a speaker, apparently God wants me to do that. So (laughs) reach out. I would love to hear from you. Um, Okay. Another one, this is very, um, not as deep as the others, but you got to know about this. If you haven't heard newly, newly, have you heard of newly? I have been struggling so much postpartum trying to figure out my wardrobe. 
Like I've, I've either been pregnant or postpartum for the past six years. Um, and so I just, you know, had nothing anymore that I liked. And it was so frustrating to try and get dressed, to try and buy clothes only to like either not like how they fit when I wore them or I'd wear them once and then they just would get stretched out or they wouldn't look right. I don't know. It just was always frustrating and it felt defeating. And then I heard about Newly and I'd heard about it for a while, but I hadn't jumped on it. All that to say, this is something you have to check out if you need to build your wardrobe. Uh, it's a clothing rental company and you get to pick out six items every month. I am not sponsored by them. I should see if they do that though. Um, but anyways, it's been the biggest win in my life. I finally found things that I feel good in that I love. Um, and yeah. And then if you want, if you like them, you can buy them at a majorly discounted rate. So that is just, yeah, the best. So go check it out. That was a big win. And now I just have hope too, like, cause you know, I don't have a full wardrobe from it yet, but it slowly builds each month as I try new things and I, I find things and it's just, it's great. So go N U U L Y. All right. Another win. Um, marriage. I just feel like it was a good year for us. Uh, we got closer. I feel like we had more open and honest conversations more regularly. I feel like we were just overall more connected. Not that it was peaches and cream all year. We definitely had arguments. We definitely had, you know, maybe weeks or even months where it felt more hard or disconnected. But overall, as I look at the year, I feel like it was it was better than it's ever been. Um, I feel like we had more grace for each other. We had lots of apologies on both sides, which is huge because we're always going to make mistakes and, and, you know, have conflict. But when we can apologize and, and come together and resolve them, that's what it's all about. So that was really exciting. Um, another win for me, and this is more shorter term one, but the end of the year, um, I started tracking my exercise habits and, um, I was able to be really consistent for the last month on, um, some form of exercise. So that was really exciting. I really enjoyed habit tracking that. It really helped me kind of get some momentum and keep track of that and have motivation to not miss. Cause I didn't, like, I wanted not to miss on my habit tracker. So one of the things that I found that I really like is Pilates because you get to lay on the ground. <laughs> Some of you are laughing so hard at me right now, but I just found it relaxing, but also like my muscles, I can feel them working and you know, I'm sure I also need some cardio or some other things, but honestly, I'm just trying to get momentum. Like, let me just be consistent here and then we'll see it build. And over time, if I need to add in something, I will. But right now this counts. And, and I would also make whatever I was doing count. If I went for a, like a long walk, I made that count. I, you know, tracked it. If I, um, you know, even on my habit tracker, I have the specific goal written. And I said, even if it's 10, a 10 minute workout, I made that count. Now, most days I aim for a 20 minute workout, but if I got a 10 minute one in that counted, if I ran around in the backyard with the kids for 30 minutes and I mean, run like we, they love chase. So I am doing a lot of running. I'm pushing them on this bike. It's, it's a lot of work. So if I do that, I count that. So make it count, you know, be honest with yourself. Like, you know, going up and down the stairs to do laundry might not count because you know, it's good exercise, but you know, you guys, you decide what counts all that to say. That's some tips for habit tracking. Uh, that's for free. Okay. Um, and you know, throughout the year, my exercise habits were kind of on and off. I went through different seasons, um, where I was really good at walking and hiking for a while. And then the weather changed and the, the 
sunset changed and that got thrown off and it was spider season. That really freaked me out. <laughs> so we live in like a really wooded area and the trail is very narrow and there was a lot of spiders. So anyways, um, so I had to keep kind of adjusting and then I would go, you know, I don't know, a month or two and kind of fall off the train for a while. And then I would pick something else up and figure it out. So I've, I feel though overall I made good progress. Okay. Um, and then like I already mentioned, progress on routines and systems that, um, I just feel like overall I created a lot more routines and systems that I did not have yet established at the beginning of last year. And that was encouraging because that's been a big goal for a while. Okay. Moving on. Next question. So if you're doing this with me, pause and write this down. What was hard? So what was not working? What was hard? What were the challenges from this year? Um, some of these you're going to know off the top of your head. Some of these you might need to look at your goals to know. Some of these you might go look at your calendar, you know, whatever you need to figure that out. But for me, the first one that was hard was ministry. So previously I had had kind of more set childcare that was available to me and that wasn't available this year. And so I had a lot less childcare and, um, more children to take care of, you know, cause we had just had our third and it just was challenging. It was hard to be consistent. It was hard to get traction and motivation. It was hard to feel like I was doing a good job. It was just challenging. So that, that was really kind of discouraged, uh, just, just discouraging area overall. However, there were some encouraging conversations with my pastors at the end of the year and a lot of hope for the future, but that throughout the year was challenging. I also hit a point um, within the ministry where kind of my zones of genius weren't as applicable. So, um, I don't know if you've heard me talk about the working genius, but it's really, really great, um, assessment tool to help you figure out where in work, um, like in the process of work, are you really strong? And, um, I encourage you to check it out. They have a podcast, they have a book, so helpful. But anyways, all that to say, like you can essentially say my strengths weren't as applicable because of the phase the ministry I'm overseeing was in. And so that made it extra hard because, I'm working against the grain. I'm using gifts. I'm working in gifts I don't have, strengths that I don't have. And so that made it even harder to to get momentum and to feel encouraged. Another um, thing that was hard was home. So this kind of went in waves. I do feel like overall I grew and did good. Um, but just having a newborn that then moved into a, a baby that crawled around and then into like an almost toddler, he's almost ready to walk. Um, you know, it just, it was hard, right? There's baby crying, got to go pick him up. There's, um, just when he's moving, he's, <laughs> we haven't, and I just bought things to do this. Cause I'm like, I am so done with this. I don't know why I didn't do this sooner, but he's getting into all the drawers. And so I need to baby proof that. So he's not getting into all the drawers and making a mess as I'm trying to do the dishes. And now there's a hundred things on the floor. <laughs> so that was just hard, you know? And, um, you know, again, he's not as independent as my other two because he's a lot younger. And so it just made it harder to keep up with the house. And then my sleep was off. And so it's harder to stay up late cleaning. And it just, you know, I went through waves, but it was definitely a challenging area overall. And then just figuring out this new home, you know, we don't, in the past, we've been been able to afford a house cleaner and that's obviously helped a ton. Um, and this season we haven't been. And so having to figure that out in, in a new house and, um, you know, with three kids, just, lots of challenges, growth, but challenges. And then another thing that was hard this year was just parenting. 
Um, I think navigating three kids has just brought some challenges, of course. <laughs> but, you know, one of those things is just trying to stay connected to all of them and trying to make sure like that connection is firm, that I feel good about it, that they feel good about it, right? At all at once, especially in the baby phase when I'm having to nurse around the clock and I spend kind of a, a greater portion of my time with the baby because that's what was needed. We're kind of slowly moving out of that phase. We're not quite there, but we're headed in that direction. But that created a challenge. Um, and then my kids just kind of took turns going through some phases as well where discipline was a little bit more challenging or, or their behavior was a little more challenging. Um, which obviously brought challenges. Um, yeah, I, you know, I don't know if it was their ages or adding another baby or, or what those things were, but there was just a couple, um, each kid kind of took a turn having a phase where it was a little more challenging. So that, that brought some like, okay, how are we doing this? What do we need to adjust? What do we need to focus on? And, and just really trying to navigate that well. Um, and then another parenting challenge was just trying to maintain that healthy tension of love, encouragement, and firmness. Now, I believe these should go hand in hand, like they're they're all part of one thing. But I also know, especially from experience, it can be easy to get off in one direction, right? You can go too far to the firmness where you're just trying to be strict all the time, always correcting, and you lose some of that connection, encouragement, speaking life and love. Or you can go in the other direction and you can end up overly encouraging and and overly being filled with grace. Now, we need to forgive our kids and give them grace, but I do believe we need to follow through with steps of discipline each time uh, that they are misbehaving. Otherwise, they're going to just expect that they can, you know, they can do what they want and they get... I'm not going to get into discipline right now. <laughs> Hopefully that made sense. Uh, but we can, you know, go into that direction where it's like um, just overly being loving and kind of like turning a, turning an eye to misbehavior or not really addressing it as firmly as we should. Um, and, you know, if you've heard my episodes on discipline, you know more what I'm talking about. But I, and you can go and listen to those. Oh man, what I think it starts in the late 80s, 80 something and then it goes into the early hundreds. If you want to go check that out, a lot of what I um, do is based on the book Shepherding a Child's Heart. And so all that to say, I think we kind of got off a little bit on that. And we're just trying to like re again, recalibrate and get back to what we believe is the right direction to do. So that was one thing that was challenging. Um, but now we're going to re come together and talk about it. Well, we have been talking about it and we're, we're forming a plan of how to refresh our memory on, you know, like things to keep in mind. There's always so many things to keep in mind as you parent. And so I think it, it requires a, uh, at least yearly, if not more often refresher on those ideas. So I, I do want to start reading the book, Shepherding a Child's Heart again, just to catch some of that bigger vision. There's other parenting resources as well. Uh, Values-Based Parenting by Ann, Dr. Andy Yarborough. Um, he came and spoke at our church. Uh, that's a great resource that I want to dive into as well. Um, he just started a podcast. He has a book. You can also see him as a coach, um, but values-based parenting. That's one I want to, I've heard him talk on it, but I want to read his book on it. Um, and then also, as um, you've heard on the podcast, Crazy Cool Family, I have gone through some of their content, but not all of it. So I want to go into that. So I think part of the year is going to be diving into some parenting again, because like, again, this podcast is not about parenting. It's about you helping you heal. And 
I share what I know about parenting and I share what's working for me and I share what I've learned, but I'm definitely not a parenting expert. So, um, and even if I were, we all need to continue to grow and be sharpened and always be learning. That's, that's just part of life. We're never going to arrive. So I'm excited to do that. Hopefully I'll be sharing some things I learned with you. Um, okay. So that is the last year. I, um, hope that helps you and inspire you for your reflection. I hope that encourages you to know like, Oh, you struggle there too. Wow. That's normal. I hope there was some of that. Um, I hope there was some excitement about, um, just ideas for what you can focus on in the next year. And I will share, um, my goals and, um, my word of the year in the next episode. And I am excited for you. So, Happy new year. This is exciting. Let me just pray for you. God, I just thank you for 2023. Lord, I thank you that you were in the middle of it, God. And, um, I just pray God that for every mama that's here listening, God, that you would just, um, help her look back and remember the good things. God, help her to see where you were faithful, help her to see where she was faithful, help her to be encouraged God and and to, to find hope in the midst of that. God, I pray you would just speak life into her God and that you would help her just to be um, prepared for this next year, God, because of how she looks at the last year, Lord. Um, we just thank you that you've given us this gift of time and the freedom to uh, orchestrate, to to build these beautiful lives, Lord, that honor you, God. And so I just pray, God, that as we reflect, we would just learn more about where we need to focus, how you want us to grow, God, and you would just be in the center of it all. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.